It's time for Healthy Talk Radio. By the powers vested in me, by the Federal Communications Commission. Coming to you live from the headquarters of the Global Health Network and across the world wide web. <gasps> Computers can do that? It's America's longest running radio program dedicated to your health and wellness. What's taking place here is an alternative approach. Now, the woman who's changing the face of healthcare each and every day. That's the fact, Jack! Here's Deborah Ray. Good day. Welcome to Healthy Talk Radio. I'm Deborah Ray. We're broadcasting live today from the Natural Products East Expo. We're here in Baltimore with America's wellness doctor, Judy Whitaker, MD. Well, what we are going to do for you across the Natural Products East Expo is bring to you what's going on cutting edge from the natural products industry, tools that you can use to help keep yourself healthy. They will be talking about the good fats with two noted educators and research scientists joining us today. You'll learn more about good fats with our friends from Nordic Naturals right here on Healthy Talk Radio. Now the news and views about the news you won't hear anywhere else. The Healthy Talk Radio News Digest. We always get to the healthcare news and views from credible sources that you won't hear anywhere else. That brings to us America's wellness doctor, Julian Whitaker, MD. Dr. Whitaker, hello and welcome. Hello, Deborah. So nice to be with you around the hubbub of the, uh, of the Natural Product Expo. I mean, this is where a lot of healing takes place. This is where yeah. a lot of healings takes place. I don't want to go to the American Heart Association meeting. <laughs> I don't want to learn about a bunch of drugs. I want to come here and learn about a bunch of vitamins, minerals, herbs, and fibers. When I uh, clearly remember, Dr. Whitaker, it was my first Natural Products East Expo back in 1991. The keynote speaker was Dr. David Eisenberg. He oh, set yes. the medical world on its ear by indicating you're not keeping up with your patients because your patients want to hear more about what Dr. Whitaker's doing. That's right. Wellness medicine. That's right. Uh, Dr. Eisenberg in 1990 found out that about 30 to 40 percent of the American population were actually participating in an alternative medical therapy. Now, an alternative medical therapy was defined by David Eisenberg as medical therapies that are not taught in medical school nor used in hospitals. And so all of a sudden, here was this huge number of Americans in the tens of millions of people, see, chiropractors, nutritionists, uh, uh, naturally uh, oriented physicians, um, and doing all these things. And what he found was that they did not discuss that with their conventional medical doctor. And so then he repeated that study. This was about five years later. It had gone up to 50%. So when you reach that level, it is firmly ingrained in the marketplace. But he also found out that, again, they were not discussing their natural therapy practices with a conventional physician. And, again, it took them by surprise. Now, the reason they don't discuss it, because I've had a lot of experience with this, with 50,000 patients at Whitaker Wellness coming from natural, uh, coming from conventional medical uh, practice, is that conventional doctors scorn it. And they don't want to go in there and find out that the vitamins and minerals that they're taking and have faith in and are, are improving, they don't want that scorned by their doctor. So they just don't bring it up. And it's, um, it's, it's really a, a sad commentary on the lack of interest and lack of curiosity of conventional medicine to just pay no attention. They've got the ostrich position. they got their head in the sand. 
but it's also indicative of what we now find given what we're sitting here among, and that is uh, innovations in the natural products industry. Consumers who want to make wise choices when it comes to the tools, uh, the supplements, the foods, uh, the cleaning products uh, that they use, that um, Dr. Eisenberg's follow-up study said there are actually more visits each and every year oh. to physicians like you, Dr. Wilson. That's right. Than to conventional doctors. Absolutely. Not only are there more visits, but they actually pay more out of pocket for alternative medical therapies now than they do for conventional therapies. But as everyone knows, conventional medical therapy is inundated with third-party pipelines, insurance, HMO, Medicare. But out of pocket, they will pay more for alternative medical therapy than they do for conventional therapy. In terms of copays, yes. And the reason we seek out those types of therapies, you know, the patients that present themselves to, to institutes across the country like Whitaker Wellness, uh, Dr. Whitaker, um, many of the chronic conditions, including chronic pain, were one of the main reasons that people say, hey, the conventional medicine uh, is not offering me the solutions that I need. I, I want a different approach. And, and people, they get it, different approaches for a lot of the conditions that are considered very serious. We probably have had more uh, uh, second opinions for patients to undergo bypass surgery and, have, and, and I'm sure have steered more percentage-wise away from bypass surgery very successfully. You know, the studies show it. I mean, they're not taking a risk. You know, I know what the data is. You know, if they just did nothing, most of the time it would be better than undergoing bypass surgery. But in any case, they steer that way. We take more people off the hypertensive medications. We take more people off the diabetic medications. And it's not that we just take them off medications. We give them the natural therapies that are, that are appropriate for their condition. And it improves and they no longer need the therapy. Let's so talk about one of those very serious conditions of which Medicare recently took note, and that is preventable medical errors. We now have 100,000 amputations each and every year in this country, failure to heal wounds, wounds that become infected. Yet you take a very eloquent but science-based approach to sugar and hyperbaric. In the wound, right. Right. Yeah, we've been using that uh, sugar wounds for almost, um, oh, maybe 20 years. And here's, here's the deal. It, most people don't understand this. Um, when you take sugar and you put it on an open wound, now the wound has to be open like a diabetic ulcer on the leg, a stasis ulcer on the leg, a, um, uh, a uh, pressure point, a bed sore, which is terrible, bed sore. And you put sugar on that wound. Within less than 24 hours, the wound is sterile. All bacteria are killed. And the reason it's sterile is that the sugar dissolves in body fluids and creates a very hyperosmotic environment. And the sterility of the wound would be, the fact that it kills all the bacteria, would be the same fate if you put a goldfish into the Great Salt Lake. The osmotic environment of the Great Salt Lake will kill the goldfish because he's not adjusted to that very high osmotic pressure. Same with sugar. And then sugar draws fluid out of the wound and acts as a healing uh, uh, element in that way. So it's excellent for, um, for, the, for wound healing in such a way. Um, we, had, we had guys check out of the hospital, in the hospital with three weeks of antibiotics. This never works in diabetic ulcers, never. 
and he was scheduled for an amputation that day. So he comes down, we do some chelation therapy, we use sugar wounds, three weeks he's healed. Now here's the problem. His insurance company was all lined up and agreed to pay the hundred or so thousand dollars for his amputation, prosthesis, and rehabilitation, but would not pay the six thousand dollars it took to save his own leg. So, you know, Americans are getting they're just getting shortchanged. They're getting they're getting the wrong information and the governments and third party payers are paying for the wrong approaches. But that's a bigger problem that we can solve today. But we are going to uh, to solve many problems with our discussion today about one of the mainstays when it comes to Healthy Talk Radio. And that is, we talk about the vitamin D and fish oil. Right. <laughs> so, jokingly. We, we have a, a vitamin D fish oil mutual admiration society is what it is. Sure do. So we're going to be talking today about some of the latest research out about fish oil because, as I pointed out to you, uh, Dr. Whitaker, this week's Journal of the American Medical Association is talking about fish oil and type 1 diabetes. That was fascinating. Jam was talking about that. Yes, fascinating. And as you pointed out, I think you read it here, that the the individuals that were, they did a, a, a sectional study of children with a high risk of having type 1, that's insulin dependent diabetes. That's the more serious form of diabetes, and that's only 10% of the diabetic population. Most people look at diabetes as one big disease, but it's not. 10% of them actually have to have insulin because their uh, pancreas has been destroyed, and it's destroyed by an autoimmune condition. Well, they found that children that had high levels of omega-3 fish oil fatty acids in their blood and in their red blood cells had a 50% reduction in risk of having type 1 diabetes. That is a huge benefit. And it is a benefit that comes not only at no risk, but at additional benefit. In children, for instance, the omega-3 fatty acids have been shown to improve to improve attention, to improve uh, schoolwork, to improve mood. And now it reduces the risk of uh, a life-changing disease such as insulin-dependent diabetes. It's almost too good to be true. So we are back with an important educator joining us today on behalf of Nordic Naturals. Dr. Christopher Moore will be joining Dr. Julian Whitaker and me here today, broadcasting live from the Natural Products East Expo. We're going to be talking about all the science-based reasons you need to think of high-quality fish oil supplementation right here on Healthy Talk Radio. Live from Expo East at the Baltimore Convention Center, here's Deborah Ray and America's wellness doctor, Julian Whitaker, M.D. Well, we laughingly call ourselves the fish oil vitamin D show because we talk about the research on a regular basis. And as we were speaking earlier, this week's Journal of the American Medical Association is speaking of the good fats, the omega-3 fatty acids, reducing that risk of type 1 diabetes. So we have the great good fortune with America's wellness, Dr. Julian Whitaker, M.D., joining us today to invite a special guest. He is part of Nordic Naturals Advisory uh, Board. He's a fitness and nutritional expert uh, himself, a noted educator in this arena. He's Dr. Christopher Moore, who joins us today. 
Dr. Moore, thanks for joining us. Wonderful Dr. to be here. Nice to have you, Chris. Very nice. Thank you. So okay. tell us your background, your interest in nutritional science. Yeah, you know, my background's all nutrition. My undergraduate and master's degree are both in nutrition, and my Ph.D. is in exercise physiology. Um, but then I'm also a registered dietitian. So I kind of take the combination of both exercise physiology and nutrition and use that to kind of enhance wellness and preventative medicine with folks. That is such good information because it, it allows you to be a reasonable and, and successful, um, you know, consultant to some of the, some of the industries. It allows you to help individuals with uh, their uh, specific sports-related questions. So good, you're set. You've got a, you've got a lifelong um, uh, years of good work to do. Absolutely. I'm yeah. looking forward to them. <laughs> so tell us the story, Dr. Moore, because uh, Dr. Whitaker has um, certainly not educated but also empowered us about how fish oils are used in his clinical practice mm-hmm. of science-based orthomolecular supplementation. Tell us about how we changed the fats in our diet in the last five decades in this country and what that meant. Yeah, you know, it's been unfortunate because right now when you look at the research, um, you know, we have omega-6s and omega-3s as the right. essential fatty acids. So both are essential for the body, mean, meaning you have to take them through the diet. The problem is omega, omega-6s are inflammatory. And if you look at the data, we're eating way more than we used to. So the ratio of omega-6 to 3 is about 25 to 1 now. Um, when, you know, you said five decades ago right. or so, it used to be around 1. So we're eating way too many omega-3s, or way too few, excuse me, which is anti-inflammatory and way too many of the inflammatory omega-6s. Now, what that, you say that this um, uh, orientation changed in the last several decades. What brought about the change? You know, it seems like a lot of things. You know, one, I mean, one of the best sources of omega-3 fats are fish. So we're eating less fish. We're replacing that a lot with things like red meat and, and chicken and other foods, which are good, healthy for you, but... You know, one of the things with those are they're now a lot of corn-fed, grain-fed, and a lot of grain is obviously an omega-6, corn oil. Mm-hmm. So those those um, proteins are not as healthy as they used to be. Now, um, this shift away from fish was that a significant shift in the in the in the dietary patterns of Americans, or or was the reduction in the oils more the way we fed our livestock? I think it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, right now the American Heart Association recommends you know, up to two servings of fatty fish per week. Most Americans aren't eating that. They're usually, if you look at the data, under one serving a week. Um, whereas but have they, were, say back in the 1940s, mm-hmm. were they eating more fish then? Uh, you know, to be honest, if, I, I don't know the data on okay. that. If they were, it, more flax for sure, Dr. Whitaker. We know yeah. that from Duke University. Yeah, it used to be that flax oil, mm-hmm. which is a very prominent source of vegetable omega-3 fatty acids, right. was the primary cooking oil from the 30s through the 40s. That was replaced with corn oil, oh, right. which is now a almost exclusive omega-6 fatty acid. Right. So we had this truncation of vegetable fatty acids, mm-hmm. omega-3s, simply by a replacement of a cooking oil. Right. Because flaxseed was... Um, Perfectly acceptable cooking oil. Yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden it comes in that uh, we are now using corn oil. Unfortunately. So that was a major a major shift. Right. And the reduction in fish was made. Anything else? That yeah. caused it? You know, one thing, too, is I said with the, with the grain-fed beef, a lot of fish, farm-raised fish are now grain-fed as well. True. So this Uh-oh. salmon, you know, it's still a good in omega-3s, right. but right. The well, actually, are, they're much higher in omega-6s. Actually, if the salmon are primarily corn-fed... Mm-hmm. They're not going to be such a good source of omega-3 because the salmon, as you and I both know, 
they get their omega-3s primarily from the algae and the right. greens. And, from eating I other, mean, uh, actually, they get it primarily from fish. From eating other fish. Other right. fish that are eating the algae. And algae exactly. Like right. So now, yeah, they're, again, we're, not, we're eating the salmon. Even if we think we're doing good, if you're not getting the right type, it may not be yeah. as good as you think. So earlier this week, Dr. Moore, uh, Dr. Whitaker and I were speaking of some research that just came out this week out of Berkeley, where they took a single strand of hair, looked at the source of the carbons from that hair, found that 70% of Americans' um, uh, hair was composed of the carbons from corn. The next largest source, soy, which told soy those Berkeley right. researchers how that how little of right. the omega-3 fatty acids are in that average American's hair. Right, and, and how much corn, you, like you mentioned, we're exactly. eating now, unfortunately. Exactly. It's actually a great article I just saw this week in Time Magazine about the corn. Um, and I haven't read the whole thing yet, but I saw it on newsstands, so I definitely want to check that oh. out. We don't no, we don't have to have Time Magazine to let us know that oh, we yeah, eat a whole no, bunch but, of corn. No, trust me. I'm just yeah. hopefully it gets a little more to the public. Yeah. <laughs> and that brings up a great point, Dr. Moore, and that is why we care. You were talking about that critical ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 uh, fatty acids. Right. That's some of the recent research that shows when that ratio goes to 1 to 17, one part omega-3 to 17 or more parts of uh, the omega-6, we see more of things like extreme uh, major depression. It's depression, uh, more heart disease. Again, it's the inflammation. And right. inflammation is really the underlying issue for a lot of these diseases. It's showing up more and more, and that ratio makes a huge difference. Um, so depression, you mentioned diabetes in the beginning of the segment, heart disease, Alzheimer's disease. I mean, the list can go on forever. It's really it's scary. Fortunately, there's a lot we know what to do, how to prevent that. You know, there's a, a big move to get people to eat more fish every day. But I tell my patients, supplement. Supplement with uh, Nordic Naturals is a good product. There are a lot of other good products on the market, but supplement. Right. Supplement with fish oil. And, and I, I look at fish oil and I tell them, listen, size matters. Dose matters. Because a lot of people will equate to this idea that one or two fish oil capsules a day is going to help. It will help some. But it will not help nearly as much, particularly if, you, if we're deprived, as 8 to 10 capsules a day. Because that way you're going to get a substantial amount of fish oil to make up for the deficits that you've had and to engender the benefits that only fish oil seems to bring. Right. It's really remarkable. And I think the key, too, is rather what I tell my when I work with patients, not even as much just how many capsules, but making sure you're looking at not just total omega-3s, but the EPA and DHA content. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you could take 10 capsules of one brand and get a very low amount, but or you could take 10 capsules of something like Nordic Naturals, a real high-quality brand, the natural triglyceride that's absorbed better and used more efficiently, and get a real high amount of that EPA and DHA, which is what we really, really need. So, therefore, you look at the bottle, read the label, take and check on various brands to see the amounts of EPA and DHA. Exactly. Right. And, you know, if you look at the American Heart Association recommendations, they don't, when they get up to the, the grams of, they say EPA and DHA, they don't say total omega-3. It's a big, big difference. Mm-hmm. So walk us through, Dr. Moore. I mean, most of those fish oil supplementations will say a 1,000 milligram capsule. Right. What do we need to shoot for in terms of EPA and DHA? You know, what I usually recommend is to aim for at least 50% of that total to be EPA and DHA. Um, I know Nordic Naturals makes one that's 70% which is one of the highest brands that I found on the consumer end of things. Um, so that's what you really want to end. The high EPA and DHA is the key. 
Well, with your background in uh, uh, fitness and exercise physiology, uh, you know, Dr. Whitaker and I have spoken about you know the the alarming statistic that better than one in four Americans is going to have some sort of joint inflammation and right. dysfunction right. in their lifetime. How does that translate to this baby boomer itis of inflamed joints, Dr. Moore? Again, you know that plays. It's another aspect of how fish oil plays such a huge role. Inflammation in the joints, um, particularly, I see that a lot with athletes and. You know, especially, you know, football, high-impact sports, having a lot of joint problems. Um, there was a study done with the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, actually, um, and Joseph, Dr. Joseph Maroon right. looking at uh, supplementing with Nordic Naturals and how the, some of the patients were able to get off of their back pain medication. It makes an absolute difference in terms of the overall health. I read his report on that, and he actually stopped doing surgery. As a result of that, he would have. Now, here's an orthopedic surgeon. Right. He's the orthopedic surgeon for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's uh, board certified and does a lot of back surgery. He did a lot of back surgery for back pain. He then did his own little clinical study where he had half these patients take the fish oil, half not. Found that those taking the fish oil were. Back with more improved. of Dr. Julian Whitaker okay. on Healthy Talk Radio. The information on Healthy Talk Radio may not represent the views of this network, this radio station, or its sponsors, but it might just be good for your health. Now, here's Julian Whitaker, MD, America's wellness doctor, and Deborah Ray, America's first lady of health. As we uh, laughingly call it, it's the fish oil vitamin D uh, program here. America's wellness doctor, Julian Whitaker, MD, joining us today. We are delighted and honored to have a noted fitness nutritional expert, educator, with an integrative, innovative approach to wellness, to weight loss, to nutrition, and exercise, supported by all his years of experience in academics, research, and practical field work. He's Dr. Christopher Moore, who joins us today on behalf of Nordic Naturals. If you want more information, there's a great website, nordicnaturals.com, nordicnaturals.com. If you're not webified, one 800 662 That's 1-800-662-2544. And we were talking about inflammation of the joints um, and how even uh, professional athletes are really making the switch to a more nutritional, even therapeutic approach. Uh, Dr. Whitaker, you were talking about uh, Dr. Joe Maroon's work uh, with fish oil. Right. It's a pretty highly trained athlete. Here's a trained, uh, you know, busy orthopedic surgeon doing a lot of back surgery taking care of the Pittsburgh Steelers, he put uh, a group of patients on fish oil that needed back pain, back surgery, and then the other group did without. And he found that the ones that were on the fish oil had such a high improvement level, he literally, in most cases, stopped doing back surgery and just began. Now, that is a uh, very unique thing for a surgeon to do. Most surgeons don't want to go around you know, um, uh, eliminating their need to do surgery. So this is a very unique thing for him to do, and also very, uh, you know, full of integrity that he would stop doing the surgery when his study showed that they could get equal, if not better, results with the fish oil. But this is uh, a take-home message for a lot of people if they're having back pain, you know, to take substantial amounts of fish oil. I think I think Maroon used about... Um, a few uh, grams. It was how much? Two to three grams, I believe. Okay. It wasn't of, of EPA and DHA. Oh, okay. That, then that would be probably yeah. ten grams of the uh, of the of the 
Of the general official, right, not right, the uh, right, high octane right, official, right. right? So for people maybe just tuning in, Dr. Moore, who are saying EPA and DHA, yeah, yeah, I, I, I've heard of that. Uh, I probably can't pronounce the docosahexanoic right. acid, and, and that doesn't acid. matter for the consumer. <laughs> <laughs> but what does the EPA and DHA, in terms of people listening to you, mm-hmm. to make wise supplementation choices? Those, those, you know, those are the important components that you get directly from the fish oil, whereas vegetarian sources, you don't get that EPA and DHA. Your body has to then convert it to that. So the, the key is with the fish oil, you get those directly, which is what you're getting the benefit from, um, which is why it's so important, the difference between fish and flax oil. I'm not saying flax oil is bad by any means, um, but to get that EPA and DHA, you particularly need that the fish oil is the best source. So when we take a look at uh, perhaps a young athlete or, you know, moms and dads, grandparents, aunts and uncles listening to us uh, who have uh, children in competitive sports and knowing that we have a lot more children who are overweight, obese, maybe some type 2 diabetes. And as Dr. Whitaker has, uh, you know, educated us about more inflammation even mm-hmm. in the young, right. what do those, uh, those kiddos and their parents need to know about fish oil supplementation, Dr. Moore? You know, I, I think it is important for everybody. Um, you know, first, I definitely want to target the diet with most folk, with everybody. Uh, make sure they're making making smarter choices within their food. You know, reducing the snacking, the unhealthy fats. Uh, but then consider a fish oil supplement. Uh, Nordic has a kids line in particular um, that could be very, very beneficial. The DHA, one of those two fatty acids we spoke of, is really important in terms of neural development. So it's particularly important for um, for infants. That you know, that's why they're now actually fortifying formulas with DHA if, if the mother isn't breastfeeding. When the mother's breastfeeding, they're giving that directly to the infant. Um, so definitely, you know, consider that with, with children. Athletes are not athletes because, again, the, the diet is so unbalanced with the omega-6s and omega-3s. I think it's important for folks to definitely, you know, talk to their healthcare practitioner, see if it's something they can consider. And one of the results of that, Dr. Whitaker, you recently educated us about a presentation by Dr. David Perlmutter of Brains on Fire. Brains, brains on Fire and Inflammation. Yeah, but going, I want to go first comment on what he was talking about with children. We had uh, on our show recently, uh, I think we reported it, information on uh, mood and attention in children was related to the both EPA and DHA. And this was educational to me because I thought DHA by itself was going to be the primary oil, uh, uh, fish oil for uh, children and all of their neuro, uh, neurological uh, problems and development. But in reality, it is both of them that are necessary because when they were using just DHA, uh, they did not get the improvement in mood or the improvement in attention that they got with the combination. Hmm. So, you know, the whole fish is better. Right. You know, it's just designed. The, uh, you know, the, what people don't understand is that EPA and DHA are manufactured in the fish's body. They aren't present in many vegetables. Uh, or they're not present in vegetable matter. They're not present in the algae that the fish eats. The fish eats the algae, and then he converts those omega-3 fatty acids into D- EPA and DHA. We eat the flaxseed oil, and then we convert the flaxseed oil, I think it's alpha-linolenic acid, mm-hmm. into uh, EPA and DHA. Well, the fish does it for us. Right. And oftentimes human beings may have a, uh, a sluggish enzyme system to where their ability to convert these uh, essential fatty acids into their more essential components. But the fish has already done it, and you're getting a one-stop shop, a one-stop intake of the uh, most essential and beneficial oils by uh, looking to the fish. 
So walk us through, Dr. Moore, because mothers once weaned their babies to cod liver oil. Right. How do we pick up on mother's wisdom and put it into to, to practical yeah, you know, years ago, that, today. exactly, years ago, you know, mothers gave their child, right. my, one of my nutrition professors always joked that he remembers lining up with all his siblings for the teaspoon of horrid cod liver oil. Um, you know, fortunately, they've, they've improved that process, so it's not so hard anymore. Um, Nordic actually makes a cod liver oil that doesn't taste like anything. It has a nice you know, lemon flavor. Um, it doesn't taste like that rancid fish that it used to be. Um, so that's what's very beneficial. Cod, cod liver oil is great, and they have, you know, they have one actually with vitamin D, which is another key vitamin that's really kind of popping up in the media lately, and they're actually talking about raising the levels um, necessary for human beings. So, oh, I think vitamin D is so underutilized in absolutely. this country. Absolutely. It's just, we, Deborah and I, we, we, every day. I agree. 100%. We come out on vitamin D would be better than the flu shots. Right. I mean, it's, uh, you know, vitamin D prevents eclampsia in pregnant women, uh, uh, it's just amazing the uh, value of vitamin D. Really, yeah. You know, it's just for sure, and we don't get enough. Ninety uh, percent of blacks are are low in vitamin D. Seventy-five uh, percent. Everybody's low in vitamin 60. D in the winter. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So the two were once intimately connected right. in terms of cod liver oil supplementation. Exactly. Probably one of the reasons why we're more omega-3 fatty acid deficient and vitamin D deficient than ever before, Doctor Whitaker. Yes, uh, the two. Are both coming from fish, right. you know? Right. Uh, at least one of the sources right. of vitamin D. Vitamin right. D comes right. from other places. Other sources well. too, right? Like the sunlight, yeah. but right. not enough. But of that. Um, we cannot do without the the uh, uh, oral nutritional intake. Um, but it, you know, it's hard for me to begin advising eat more fish. I eat more fish. Just had lunch. I had tuna. Tonight I'll have salmon. I still take the supplement. But you, you can't, in, in, in fish oil, dosage matters, and you need to take enough. And that's why Nordic Naturals, I think, has a very high level of EPA and DHA in their fish oil capsule, so there would be a reduction in the amount you would take to get the same amount of EPA and DHA. But still, you need to get uh, substantial amounts of those um, every day. For sure. Store them. So you talked, yeah. Dr. Moore, about the work of Dr. Maroon in terms of joint inflammation mm-hmm. and the amounts needed for for therapeutic benefit. What about, for example, for a heart patient? That's that's a great question, and that's you know that's where really I think fish oil kind of got its right. legs initially. Sure. sure. Um, the American Heart Association now their recommendation is uh, if you have high triglycerides, which is one of the precursors, two to four grams of EPA to D, uh, and DHA, um, or if you just have a heart disease patient, one to two grams of EPA and DHA. Um, so, again, keying on those EPA and DHA, not right, just the right. total, makes a big difference. So, so Yale University recently told us 15-year-olds already have some problems right. with heart disease. How soon do you start to take a look at fish oil for healthy hearts, start to more? You know, I, I think at a young age, like we talked about, you go once, you know, if the mother's breastfeeding, the, um, that they're getting some. But then when they stop breastfeeding, they may not be getting as much because um, a lot of people don't eat enough fish. For sure. So I think at a young age, kids can start supplementing with, with low doses. Again, talking to your own healthcare practitioner, um, but not not waiting until something happens, but hopefully trying to prevent negative health effects. So Dr. Whitaker and I have spoken of you know the, the scourge of the next generation in terms of one in six American children now, according to, to Mount Sinai School of Medicine research, of you know, learning or behavioral challenge. The Australians, the Brits. 
take a very much fish oil-based approach to these challenges. Tell right. us more. Yeah, for sure. In European countries, I was actually just got back from Europe last last week. And, I mean, we ate fish every single day. It's a huge difference in their diet mm-hmm. um, and the, the, the quality of their diet. And they're getting more of those omega-3s. Um, I mean, not just that, but even the overall fruits and vegetables, everything that makes a huge difference in terms of your overall health and, and mood. Um, the European countries are, are definitely doing it better. And, you know, not just those aspects, but looking at obesity in particular, you're seeing a huge difference. Even though they're, they're increasing in those countries as well, they're not even close to what America is in terms of their rates of obesity. And that's a maybe eye-opening message for people listening to you, Dr. Moore, and that is if you don't get enough of the good fats, what does that mean in terms of maintaining your optimal weight? Right, and that's actually, you know, I'm, I'm giving a lecture tomorrow, um, fish oil and fat loss. A lot of interesting data coming out on that potential connection. Um, so looking at, there's, there's a couple of mechanisms that they're thinking, and they're not exactly sure why it, ha- why it seems to enhance weight loss above other types of oils, um, but it seems to be oxidized a little different and actually be, um, instead of be, being stored, be oxidized for fuel. Um, it seems to also have maybe increased uh, resting metabolic rate a little bit. So it's pretty interesting, the data. Again, pretty, very preliminary. There's not a ton of data out there in humans. There's a good amount in animals. Uh, but it's a pretty interesting look and perspective at and just one more benefit of fish oil, potential benefit. And that would be increasing oxidation of fats that fish correct, oil Correct, correct. Uh-huh. And also increasing the overall metabolic rate. Right, exactly. Yeah. So if you more. Has there been any studies on fish oil maybe um, reducing appetite? Not to my knowledge, not with okay. appetite. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's one another potential mechanism is reducing insulin sensitivity or increasing insulin sensitivity. Right. So if you have that, then that can carry over to potentially um, ultimately helping weight loss as well. And uh, another uh, question would be um, has just fish oil added? Uh, caused any kind of measurable or substantial amount of weight loss? You know, a recent study just published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition a few months ago, mm-hmm. um, they actually showed they had four groups. Um, the, two, the fish oil, there was a one group who just took fish oil, um, one group who took, who do fish oil plus exercise, and they did find that the fish oil, um, the fish oil and exercise group had enhanced weight loss above the other groups that weren't taking fish oil. So, yes. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, pounds and pounds, but it was sure. definitely a significant But the fish difference. oil without exercise also had an enhancement. It also had, yeah. uh, yes, exactly. So both were beneficial. Um, again, that's one, one human study. There's another that was done about 10 years ago, and there's been a few. There's going to be two follow-up studies published probably this fall um, to that American Journal of Clinical Nutrition one, um, showing it some, maybe some of the mechanisms of why that actually occurred. So keep your eyes out. So for those listening to you, uh, uh, Dr. Moore, who maybe have um, the waist bigger than the the hips, already a little high blood pressure, a little high cholesterol, uh, where do they start in terms of EPA, DHA, frequency, amount, even how to choose a product wisely because there's a lot of product choices out right, there too. Right, for sure, for sure. And, you know, when, when you look at the data with a fat loss in particular, it's tough to say exactly, you know, you need this dose because there's been studies that have used one gram, there's been studies that have used 20 grams. Um, but, you know, if you stick to those American Heart Association recommendations, because a lot of those people who are overweight with hypertension, like you mentioned, may have the heart disease. So, you know, the one to two grams a day, even the two to four grams that they recommend for high triglycerides could be somewhere to start. You know, of course, making sure you're exercising. Your fish oil isn't a magic bullet that's causing, you're going to reduce your waste and everything else. Right. Making sure you're reducing your calories, making sure you're exercising, whole grains, fruits, vegetables, just a whole kind of kit and caboodle. Fish oil on top of that can definitely help, if nothing else, at least reduce those comorbidities that go along with overweight and obesity. 
So when we take a look at um, type 1 diabetes, I mean, th- this is an amazing story from this week's Journal of the American Medical Association. Right. It's very interesting, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, you know, perhaps with all those um, imbalance of omega-3 to omega-6, I mean, we have this um, underlying epidemic of autoimmune conditions right. that can benefit from modulating inflammation, Dr. It's, Moore. It's, it's really amazing. And, you know, for forever we've known that... Um, that well, fish oil maybe can help with type 2 diabetes and insulin sensitivity, but now the stuff with type 1 diabetes, really interesting. Um, so, again, modulating the inflammation, and it, type 1 is an autoimmune disorder, but if fish oil can help that, it's, I mean, it definitely can't hurt it. We know that, so for sure it's something to consider. Going back to the concept of using fish oil and exercise, you know, to help with weight loss. Right. Okay. In actuality, you could use fish oil and exercise to improve mental capacity. Because I remember having, uh, I was at a cocktail party with the world reigning chess champion. Oh, Dr. Whitaker, I'm going to miss a minute okay. of this story. I'm going to ask you to talk <laughs> right there on that thought. We're going to be back with Dr. Christopher Moore joining us today. He's a noted educator on behalf of Nordic Naturals, America's wellness doctor, Julian Whitaker, MD, joining us today. More of the fish oil story right here on Healthy Talk Radio, live from the Natural Products East Expo here at the Baltimore Convention Center. Coming to you live from the Natural Products Expo East in Baltimore, Maryland. Here's more Healthy Talk Radio with America's wellness doctor, Julian Whitaker, M.D., and Deborah Ray. We're broadcasting live today from the Natural Products East Expo. Delighted and honored to have a noted nutritional fitness uh, educator and expert, Dr. Christopher Moore from Nordic Naturals, joined Dr. Whitaker and me here today. And you were talking about uh, speaking to the chess yeah, champion. Was, at that time, he was the reigning chess champion. And so I asked him an obvious question. How do you prepare for an upcoming challenge? I mean, uh, well, obviously, he would go over all the chess games. The moves, uh-huh. And he would get his computer, and he would go through the chess moves. And then about six weeks before the match, he would start a physical fitness uh, regime similar to what an athlete would do if he was entering the uh, Olympic decathlon. So he was doing all of this physical fitness, all of the different kinds of movements. Um, and he found that that was more important than anything else he would do. So that would enhance the brain function. So fish oil enhances brain function right. and helps to lose weight. Exercise enhances brain function and helps lose weight. So, therefore, you would have a two-prong approach to optimal health, optimal weight, would be exercise and fish oil. Right. And that's, that's a great point with the exercise and the mental function. I mean, oh, just like just huge. like fish oil can help reduce the uh, Alzheimer's disease, same thing with being physically active. Mm-hmm. So getting physically active is absolutely imperative. Mm-hmm. So a growing number of practitioners, Dr. Moore, is saying in addition to that multiple vitamin and mineral, in addition to regular activity and sleep and, and a good diet, uh, fish oil supplement every day. Right. And I, I think it, you know, I think it's something as mainstream as a multivitamin that folks should be taking just because, again, our diets are so out of balance. That it's definitely, it's been shown to help so many things. You know, talk to your healthcare practitioner. I, I think the folks should be taking a high-quality brand for sure. I think that now is, is the first time, our current position in history, a human being, if he pays attention and is active in taking care of himself and takes supplements and does exercise, can be healthier than at any other time in human civilization. On the other hand, if he doesn't pay attention right. and he just 
you know, as the leaf going down the river, he can be devastated with illness. Right. More so than earlier he used than to have ever before. Yeah, absolutely. Earlier than ever before. Er, more than ever before. You know, so I meant, you, 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 it's basically a choice. You can do things that are going to enhance your health, or you can float down the river and uh, the, the, the system will eat your life. Right. You know, I often I use this example. I met Jack Lane a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Who I think just turned 93, I believe, yes, this, this month, the other yes. day. Um, and, that, you know, that's the epitome of what it, you know, exercise, My nutrition. And, I mean, look at him. He, You know, he looks like and acts like physically, mentally, everything, like he's in his, you know, many years beyond or before his age. Well, I think he's got some energizer battery stuck He might have that, too. Absolutely. Yeah, don't <laughs> but don't forget your fish oil. And if you want more For information, sure. free samples, research 1-800-662-2544. That's 1-800-662-2544. NordicNaturals.com. Our thanks to Dr. Moore. Our thanks to Dr. Whitaker. I'm Deborah Ray reminding you, live long, stay healthy.